Yo, 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 welcome to another Ship It Show. I'm Greg Sipes, your host with the most. You know how we do it in Lingmanji? Today, we're speaking to the cast, the English-speaking cast of Naruto. Naruto, 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 Naruto. You know what I'm talking about. This show is gonna be huge! Oh! Some booty! Whoa. Okay. Yes. Now it's a show. <laughs> Ship it. I'm just head dancing. Yeah, well you have a broken shoulder, so you are you are excused from from dancing. It's Naruto time. No, you said it wrong. You oh, already Naruto. said it wrong. You said it wrong. No, I'm basically testing the audience. I'm testing the audience. You're testing the audience. It's Naruto. It's I Naruto. I guarantee you the audience no. knows nope. how to say it. Nope. It's Naruto. Don't tell him, don't tell him the right pronunciation. Okay. Naruto. Don't let him get right it wrong the make him, make him guess it. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. I'm going to introduce Ooh, our amazing Naruto cast and crew today. I'm so excited. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just because you say it fast doesn't make okay, it right. Cool. Um, it does, actually. Mary Elizabeth. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth. I'm... I'm so obsessed with you. I'm so happy that you're joining us today. Please start by telling the world where they can find you on social media and who you are in this world. Uh, You can find me at Mary E. McGlynn on Twitter. Twitter. And um, I uh, came in at episode 22. I was playing Kurenai Sensei. uh, And I came in on episode 22 to direct. And I directed from episode 22 till I think 634. I don't know. Was, oh, was that all? Is that Just all you the, did? It was a good 10 years. It's really, it's too bad you didn't yeah. have a commitment uh. to the show, really. It's, it's too bad. <laughs> and it's too bad you didn't have me on the show. <laughs> it really, it really is. <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> afford you, I mean, Greg. We couldn't afford That's you. That's true. I would have, I would have cut you a deal. <laughs> Except that your word that you couldn't say. I just thought we didn't have your beard on the show. I mean, that's really all we needed was just right. This is actually instead of a pop filter, this, this blocks the pops, the pee pops. It blocks the pops from your mouth. Above it, bring it up over your face. Okay, okay, we love yep, Greg yep. so much. Okay, I, I go like job. this. Miley, what's up there? It just winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm so obsessed with you. I love you so much. I I don't know. I fell in love with you the first moment I saw you. You're so brilliant and kind and awesome. And I'm so happy to see you again. Please tell the world where they can find you. And in case they don't know who you are in this world. Oh, I play. Ready? Naruto. Naruto. Hey. Wrong. This show together, and <laughs> the the feeling is mutual because it, I really you were such a important part of my life because that was like it, we did jakers the adventures of piggly wings for five years right jakers piggly. yeah <laughs> you made me laugh every day and also you were the first person i knew who texted on their cell phone there you go you were like you have to do this you have to you have to tell your tara texting on a cell phone never no she was the first person to do it uh my don't buy it. I was the first one to ever. Miley, is Tara the reason why you won the Emmy for that? Is is it because of Tara? No. Or... No. And by the way, yes, every, we obviously. all won one. We all won. The show won. And it should have won. And it was with Brucey Taylor, Charlie Adler, Pam mm. Adlon. Um, you know, it was it was just great. I've never heard of any of these. Uh-huh. And, and you, and you deserve to win, Miley. You were so brilliant and so committed to the show, as I'm sure you were. Um, I mean, I can't wait to get into explaining to the world what it takes to 
dub a show and, and all the work that goes into it. People have no idea how much harder it is. Um, but also before we keep going, can you please right, tell everybody um, where they can find you, Twitter, Instagram? Oh, yeah. I'm on um, Twitter at Miley Flanagan, Insta at the real Miley Flanagan, and on TikTok, which I'm going to get Yuri to join tonight, at I am Miley Flanagan because these damn kids keep taking my name. So, Yuri, just oh. join TikTok at least to get your name. Because, like, I try all these it's names. Probably already gone. Oh, I'm sure somebody's already, already gone. gone. I'm sure somebody's already taken sure. my name on TikTok. I think Yuri's on on TikTok and not TikTok. So there's a difference. Right. Oh, is that why I don't have any followers? Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> you have very good breath. <laughs> okay, speaking okay. of Yuri, tell the world where to find you and who you are in this world. Hi, I play a character named Sasuke Uchiha on uh, Naruto. Naruto. And it's, uh, he's... He's the the emo poster boy for the uh-huh. show, and you can find me on uh, at, on on Twitter and Instagram at Yuri Lowenthal on both of those. And uh, according to Miley, I'll soon <laughs> be on someone TikTok. else will listening to the broadcast. <laughs> uh, right, I love exactly. Yeah, your name has been gone. <laughs> Boom! Somebody time. just stole. Somebody somebody just took. Oh no! Yeah. Steve Bloom, it's your turn to it. say hi to the world. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hey, my name is Yuri Lowenthal, and I play Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, no, you can find me on uh, Insta and uh, Twitter, at Bloomspew. And I think it's the same thing also on TikTok. I do things once in a while on there. Um, and I play Orochimaru and uh, Zabuza and uh, the old dude, Shuchikage with the bad back. Oh, wow. right. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know if, like, that's how you got the job, because, like, you're like married to the director. Yeah. Well, not yet, but we're we're uh, living in sin, <laughs> so that counts. And I wasn't yeah. at that time. I wasn't at that <laughs> time. You guys were just friends no. back ago. then. How long ago was it? Yeah, it must have been right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, I you think guys? Mary Elizabeth had a she had a, a plot going there. I mean, yeah, there was right. A reason. Oh yeah. Steve was you, in. This was a lot. This was a long game. This started on Cowboy Bebop. It was a 20-year long game. And uh, and I think uh, I'm the winner still at the end because I get... Oh, my God. So, yeah. You say Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. I love yeah, that, that show. That was the first show together. Oh, cool. That was the first show I ever directed. That was mm-hmm. Steve's first lead. And oh, we met no, there. That's I, where you met? I crushed on him for years. Yeah. <gasps> prolific. That show's prolific. It's that yeah. changed but my whole perspective of let, let's be honest though. I mean everybody who meets Steve crushes oh, on him. Right? I mean, I yeah. Look at him. I know. Um and well, I can but I was pay so you guys. You just got, him as like, you're the lucky you are one. the lucky one. <laughs> I had to play Julia because I had to play the, the his girlfriend on the show because I was so in love with him as Spike. So I was like, I don't care what Julia sounds like if if she sounds like Sandy Fox. I don't know. I'm playing her because uh I need to be Spike. <laughs> oh, oh. This so. is being recorded, right? I want it that is, for my own. And, and, and good. Um, for again. those who, <laughs> Say who my don't name know, do I mean, Mary and Steve are two of the most high quality humans I've ever met. And like one of the most inspiring couples, you guys like live your life, you travel, you, you really like, I don't know. It's just a very magical, beautiful bond. And it's like, uh, you guys are such soulmates. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful to, to have watched you grow and become this force together and i'm i i just i'm so impressed with both of you i mean you're just amazing amazing humans i ship I you too. both yeah amazing, i ship amazing. the hell out of both <laughs> um, <laughs> me because i'm part of the thruple so 
Oh, oh, you yeah. found out first here right, on the yeah. it is the Ship It show. So now we know. So thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. That's how Miley broke her shoulder, actually. It was, <laughs> it, was it was a human it was a human sandwich accident. I was just about to say, like the threesome ship thing is is a big deal. I think we should really Oh, is it? Dive into the Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of wow. threesome ships going on on the Ship It show. It's because, really? it's because Greg flirts shamelessly with every guest. So then it becomes like BB Ray and Bumblebee or BB Ray and Batman or whatever it is. And, <laughs> and Ray, yeah, that's like, only oh, two. It's always no. a three. It's always three, a three, three because Greg is like secretly sliding in D- two DMs, especially of like hot cosplayers. He's like, oh, what's your handle? Let me find you. I'm just promoting these guests. I'm just promoting these to guests. To your room? I would, I would I would count your beard as a as an extra yeah, person, so like That's anybody true. you would hook up with, it's automatically a threesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So, um, before we get into all the shipping stuff, I kind of want to know your origin story of of how you um got connected to the show, um, and if you can remember, like Miley, your audition. Um, Yuri, I want you to think about that moment. You too, Steve, and we'll start with Mary and just um. Tell us, like, how it came to be that you got to uh, work on this extraordinary show. I mean, it is, it's, like, arguably the biggest anime that's been translated into um, English. Started from, like, what, the biggest manga? It sold, like, I don't know, uh, 100 million copies or something like that? Yeah. I don't don't know. It's, like, the most. Yeah. And I think one of the big reasons, and, of course, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't uh, involved with the show that much, but like the magic element was so um special and enticing and the stories were like i don't know it's just like a beautiful beautiful um show and i'm sure the uh, fans are going to be so stoked to learn some of the inside stuff so mary tell us your origin story um uh you can actually go back to your origin story uh, of voiceover and directing and then how you came to be with naruto naruto Okay, well, um, I came out to LA wanting to be on Star Trek uh, after getting a, an MFA in acting. And I was like, I want to be on Star Trek. Everyone's like, I want to be on Broadway. I said, well, good luck. And I ended up being on Star Trek Voyager, which was really fun. But I got hurt on Xena, episode of Xena, and started doing voiceover. And then um, Jamie Simone just called me because this Naruto for me was always like, the world of Harry Potter, but in ninja form. Because there are so many characters. If you don't relate to Naruto or Sasuke or Sakura, there's got to be someone in this universe that you do relate to. Because it's really all about sort of the trials of childhood and and, and relationships and connections and, and growing up and being an outcast. So I think that a lot of us can relate to that. Almost all of us can relate to that. So Jamie Simone uh, called me uh, to play Kerr and I, and I had done a couple episodes and then he called and said, do you want to direct? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. And that was it. I think I met Miley, uh, like my first session. Yeah, it was, it was my first day I was late because I never got the schedule. So uh, <laughs> I was so it's always bad to be late so the first day. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. It's like yeah. way to do a first impression. Which was more intimidating, your first session with Miley Flanagan or your your first session with Samuel Jackson. That's a, oh. that's a whole other story. That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Uh, yeah, no, Sam was amazing. Uh, Miley was really difficult. She was. She really, really is. Miley's meaner. She still is. Yeah. Miley was amazing. It's. I think I remember you saying, where are you from? And I said, New Jersey. I said, where are you from? He goes, Boston. And I was like, okay. And I think we both realized that we were East Coast broads, you know, so we were just like, okay, this is going to be fine. I mean, I just remember connecting with Miley immediately oh, yes. from like day one and we just started 
laughing and, and having fun. And, uh, cause it is an arduous yeah. process. And if it's not fun, there's really, you can find other things to pay the rent yeah. because people don't know that they don't right. understand how much more work goes into a dubbing project. It's like, and for the most part, I think maybe, maybe Naruto might be one of the few, um, um, exclusions of that because, you know, a lot of the anime that goes on in other States and people like don't understand, like it's often way less money. It's often way more hours and much, and it's like a thankless job mm -hmm. because like, oh, they didn't like originate the role until really anime cons started blowing up and thankfully yeah. for the internet yeah. when people, I remember I was doing like a, a con somewhere and I was on like a voiceover panel, but it was, I don't know, mid, middle America and it was all anime people that I did not know before that moment who were living in Texas or Florida or whatever. And they were going down the list and go, I'm so-and-so and I'm on. I'm so-and-so. I'm on. I just went, um, I'm Tara Strong. I just like, I was blown away by how much these people do and then don't really get mainstream coverage or the understanding of how much blood, sweat and tears and vocal cords go into these shows. It's funny. It's amazing to see how many cosplayers there are of, Naruto, Naruto, yeah. Naruto, Naruto, yeah, Naruto, Naruto. Naruto. At, at all these cons, it might be the most cosplayed like characters I've ever seen. At, like Do you think every you have con, a yeah. between yeah. the past twenty Naruto years that I've been going to cons. Run with the arms back. Yeah, that's right. Naruto, run. I said, do you, do you think yeah. you could make the distinction between Naruto cosplay and other anime cosplayers? Of course. We'll, we'll we'll play that game. We'll hold up some pictures and see if you know. Um, <laughs> next time I'm at a next time I'm at a show with you, I'm gonna test you. Oh, it's gonna be good. N Naruto's the one with the um with the headband thing, right? Okay, listen, Mary, Mary, I just want to say that I I saw that clip for the first time of you. Um, I didn't know you were injured on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh my god! First of all, clip? she's a yeah. stunning woman. Anyway, but. You were like you, you can see me limping in that moment when I go for the baby. You see me limp. Such a oh, goddess! Oh, oh. You were so ridiculously fucking hot. I was like totally like oh my god. And then you, beautiful actress too, like such a good actress. Uh, like just young right oh, out of the thanks, gate, Tara. absolutely stunning. Oh, You're amazing. Thanks. You're a gift to the world. You're a gift to the world. Miley, what's hey, your origin right here, story? Tara. Come on. Um. Can't have this conversation private. Like, <laughs> that's later <laughs> after the show. After the theme song. Um, yeah. uh, Sorry. Go ahead. It's on camera. Well, Tara, as you know, uh, well, my first lead and first series regular role on a show was Jakers. Um, but how I got started in that is I do a lot of on camera. My career up until the last couple of years has been like 50-50 on camera, 50 voiceover. And, um, and I also, I'm one of those people who's done like a lot of pilots and they never go anywhere. And that's for voiceover and on camera. Like, you know, every time I get it, I'm like, this is the one that's going to go. It's got James Cameron or, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, nah, that's not happening. <laughs> so, but, um, but Pat Brady, who's a lovely person and my agent and has been my agent the entire time I've done voiceover, she told me, because she, uh, when I interviewed for on camera, when I first moved to Los Angeles, they were all like, she's like, you have a funny voice. Like it was, it was commercials, but she had been a voiceover person. And she said, you have a funny voice. Are you doing voiceover? I said, I've done a couple back in Minneapolis where I lived for a couple of years. And she said, go take a class here, here and here, get your demo done by Sue Blue. And I did <laughs> oh everything God. she said. Wow. And she knew how much money I was making off commercials. I had this Pepsi commercial where I made like $30,000. And she was like, okay, you have the money. You're going to take this class and this class and get your demo done. And I was like, all right. And so I did. And then Sue cast me in Men in Black or Jackie 
Jackie Chan. Um, it was within 10 days of each other, and I did guest shots on that. And then um, that's how my career started. Naruto, just a regular audition. Then I went into um, audition at uh, Studiopolis, and there were a whole bunch of people there. I mean, a lot of people there. And I, I remember I was like sweating my ass off, like, because I was in there for like 45 minutes. And at the end, I said to Jamie, uh, you know, uh, Simone, who's, who owns Studiopolis, I said, well, thanks, you know, thank you for the opportunity. You know, I hope I get the job. And he goes, oh, you got the job. And I was like, why didn't you tell me 40 minutes ago? <laughs> you got it in the room at your audition? Jamie's he so said, cool. He goes, oh, I don't know if he said, well, he did kind of say you got the job, but maybe maybe said, oh, I'm pretty sure you got the job like that. That's so, fantastic. That never yeah, happened. Yeah, That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I booked a trip to New Orleans for my birthday. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to New Orleans because I always wanted mm. to go for Lisa, my wife and I. And, so and then I, um, then I, well, there wasn't even Google then, but I discovered it was so big when I went to a basketball game and Anime LA was going on. And I walked from the parking lot where I parked and I saw 50, 40, 50 people dressed as my character posing on the steps because the Staples Center is right next to the convention center. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> and then I, it really, the first convention I went to was London. And it really set in how big, and it, it's only gotten bigger. I mean, it's gotten oh, bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. It's, like, it's huge. And it's huge in India, in Brazil, Crazy, right? in Pakistan. Oh, I heard that I'm, that, that the show is huge in South Africa. Like, it's insane. And I'm lucky to be yeah. part of it. And I was really lucky. Do you remember in the audition process? Well, you didn't need a drawing because they played it. Did they play it for you live at, at the audition? No, I just had a drawing. They didn't play anything for me. Do you remember your process when you were doing the, uh, that audition, how you approached the character? Do you remember anything about that? Yeah. Usually when I get a rendering, an artist rendering, it kind of clicks with me. And that's what happened with yeah. Naruto. Like, I, yeah. I do a lot of boys' voices anyway, mostly boys' voices. You're so good at authentic boy voices, not just like a cartoony over the top sound. Like I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure people who were really that, into the show were initially surprised that it wasn't a little boy. You're so good at real. Yeah, boys. and my name is Miley, and they think it's like male or something. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really, actually, I've been submitted by Pat for a couple of roles. One was for Jakers, where they didn't tell them my gender, and they had someone else slate for me at the agency because. That's smart. Yeah, it was smart. Now yeah. it's too late for that because yeah. yeah. you're too famous. Now you're famous. But I just want to say when Mary Elizabeth says that about the first session, everybody who impersonates me does the same thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't sound like that. <laughs> you're the cutest human. I'm obsessed with you. Um, Yuri, what is your origin story? My origin story is uh, I came out here with, with my wife, another Tara, Tara Platt. To also, you know, just do TV and film because that's what you, you know, you come out to Los Angeles to do that. You guys were and, married before you came to LA? Yeah, we, we got married on the way. Yeah. We met in New York. What? We met in New York on a NYU uh, grad. Freyhound bus. Uh, yeah, basically, no. Um, yeah. But we, uh, we were driving out uh, on a sort of, you know, road trip style. She was coming out for pilot season because her agent told her to come out. And I'm like, well, I'll, you know, I'll drive out with you. We've been dating for six months. And, and then, I, I proposed it in Bowling Green, Ohio, and in Vegas, we got married. 
It was, it was, it was like that. that. I never knew that story. You know what I thought? I thought you married her because her name was Tara and you were in love with me. That's what I really thought. (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) You know, people make that mistake all the time and I just, you know, I got the best She was on the show too, right? Yeah. Oh, she's on the show yeah. too. Yeah. 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 You should you should bring her if she's around. We would love to have her join should, you. Uh, you know, somebody's around. gotta watch our rambunctious kid. Well, <laughs> if she wants oh, to God. pop in and say hi with the kid, you can shoot her a text and say we'd love to have her on. I totally forgot that. That's um That's and you guys are also an extraordinary couple. You're also both such quality humans. Yeah. So tell me about um when you got to LA and yeah, um, we, voiceover we, and then to Naruto. Yeah, we we got to LA and we were looking for other ways to to make money besides, you know, waiting tables and you know, doing you know, being secretaries and, and Tara said, well, what about voiceover? And I'm like, oh man, I never even thought of that as like, cause they don't tell, tell you about it in school. And it does, it never seems like a job that like a, you know, a mortal person could get. You either, <laughs> you either just assume that, you know, it, it, cartoons come out that way and video games come out that way. And, or that there are like three people who do all that stuff. Like I never looked at it as a job somebody could get, which is stupid. Cause I grew up watching cartoons and playing video games and watching anime. And so, but so we, she said, well, why don't we take a class? And we took a class with uh, this guy named Rick Zeef, who's just great. He's just a great teacher and a great oh, human yeah. being. And he got a job while we were working with him directing an anime dub. And I think it's okay for me to out him at this point. He was like, I've never directed an anime dub before. And I'm, I'm totally faking my way through this. So uh, I'm going to, you know, I told him, I told him I had already done it. And um, so I've got to... And so he started um, auditioning some of his students, and I auditioned uh, for this show called SD Gundam Force, and got a role, and that was my entree sort of into the the dubbing community. I had loved anime growing up, um, I, you know, growing up with like you know Speed Racer and Star Blazers and uh, you know those sort of shows, and um, I I was introduced to the community, and the community is so welcoming and so awesome. A the, the voiceover community at large, but you know, the dubbing community as well. And they started saying, oh, hey, no, they, you got a good, you know, I think, here, let me introduce you to this person. And, you know, one little thing, let's do another little thing, let's do another little thing. And I'd done some shows for Jamie Simone, and I got called in. As, you know, Miley was saying, you know, it was just another audition. Uh, and I read for a bunch of different roles. I read for Naruto. I still can't believe they didn't cast me. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're right. I never knew that until two years ago at a convention. Yeah. And somebody at the convention told us when we were sitting on the, in Chicago, we were all in Chicago together. Yeah. I was like, Yuri never told me that he read for that part too. Oh, yeah, I think I, <laughs> think I read for, I think I read for Naruto Sasuke and Iruka Sensei, I think. Um, wow. And, and the thing was, is that the types of roles I had been cast as up until that point were very much in the Naruto line. You know, they were the, the young hero type. And so I, you know, reading Sasuke, I was like, well, this guy's cool, but that's not what I do. You know, I'm not gonna, I clearly won't get that part. And so I was as surprised as anyone that, that, you know, that we, that I arrived there, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And did they tell you you booked, you booked it right away too? Or is that just Miley that has that? That was just Miley. Jamie loves Miley. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and of course you're a superstar. People know you as grown-up version of me on Ben 10. That's right. Yeah. And about a billion other things. And um, you also have a book on getting into voiceover. We'll get into that later so you can plug that. And you're just an extraordinary, awesome, awesome mensch dude. And we're really happy to have you. Steve Bloom, what's your origin oh, hi. story? Hi. Well, Miley and I were sharing a bread bowl full of fondue. <laughs> <sort of lady laughs> <in the French style. laughs> 
And when the cheese, when her lips and the cheese met, she hired me on the spot. And that was it. I, I was doing other things at the time. <laughs> well, bread bowls. Ask Miley about how much she loves bread bowls. That's why I brought that up. Anyway, yes. yeah. it's her favorite. It's her I favorite. Looking, I love Trump. It is her favorite. <laughs> I'm del- don't we all oh don't we God. all uh, i had no idea what voiceover was honestly and i didn't care about acting i i thought actors were stupid and i, I worked in a <laughs> they are uh, film company to to support my music career at the time i was which was floundering i was playing in an r&b band and uh it was the only r&b band in town in the mid 80s and my day job was working at a warehouse for a film company and ultimately in the mailroom. And everybody in the building and everybody, of course, in L.A. is an actor. And the head of the mailroom was casting a Japanimation program called The Guyver. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he needed somebody who could scream with a deep voice. And I had the deepest voice in the mailroom. And he said he'd give me free pizza if I came in on a weekend and auditioned. Stop it. This and is a real story. Mm-hmm. He says, I swear to God, this is a real story. That's all I heard was free pizza. And all my friends were doing it. And so I thought, well, mm-hmm. what the hell? It's a Saturday. I'll just go to this studio. And the studio, this is, it gets even better. The studio, they called the cave and it was in a tree house. Half of it was this platform of the tree house. The back of it um, backed up to a hillside and it looked like a cave. It was dirt yeah. falling into the studio basically all the time. The story gets more and more improbable the more you keep talking. You're making well, this up. We knew how to record anime at the time. So we had to actually schlep a rented Nagra up into the treehouse and all of the actors that were there had to carry equipment up into the treehouse and they had to set it up while we <laughs> what waited. What is happening right now? And they, they brought in they brought in like 20 actors, which you never do for anime, of course. It's always one at no. a time, but nobody yeah. knew how to do it. We didn't have time code. We didn't even uh, have, we didn't have the beeps back then. So finally we got it all set up. And uh, when we went for the audition, they would play some footage on the screen and the director was standing behind us, tapping us on the shoulder when we should go. <gasps> that was, that was wow. the timing for it. Those are the beeps. Oh and so I thought, beep, okay, there's, beep. I don't oh understand. So I thought, I don't understand any of this shit. I don't care about acting, but I'm getting my free food, so I'm going to hang out. I go to do the first thing, and he shows me this creature ripping the arm off of another creature, and nobody else really wanted to do that. So I come up to the microphone, I look at it, and, and I just went, <laughs> and they, they said, all right, you're hired for that. Cool. And I went, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to work. Can I still? <laughs> And, Do I still get the pizza? And so they, they hired me on the spot for that show, and I ended up doing 26 episodes on the show. We had to re-record everything because the studio was so shitty. Wow. Uh, we recorded it and re-recorded the whole thing in somebody else's garage. And uh, then I just kept doing anime on the weekends and at night because it was fun and it was crappy money and paid about the same that it does now, maybe a little bit <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it was fun, and I... I I love doing that. And music just sucked. The music business, Greg, you know how hard it is. It just, it just sucks. Especially back then we were the only R and B band in town and we kept getting our equipment sabotaged and stuff stolen. And we were opening for heavy metal acts and hair bands and it just kept getting worse (laughs) and worse and worse. And, uh, voiceover was the only thing that really made me happy. And I stayed at that film company I worked my way up in that film company to an executive position. I was head of marketing. Uh, and had this beautiful corner office in Hollywood, and I hated going to work every day because people were nasty there too. And uh, finally, I booked a Seven Eleven commercial and quit my job, and then was out of work for like a year and a half. But Naruto, <laughs> Naruto happened in the mm-hmm. mix of all that. Uh, kind of before I quit my job, I went into the studio, and I think I auditioned. I don't even remember, but 
I think I was probably there for something else. And I, and I went in and auditioned for it and Mary was playing, uh, the character that I ultimately took over the, it was called the grass ninja, which became uh, Orochimaru. And so I just kind of listened to what she did and I sort of copied it and she directed me to be a little slimier and, and, uh, I never stopped working on the show. It was like, you're good at slimy. You're good at I'm slimy. I'm really good at slimy. You're also, you play the, yeah, you play the grass, the grass ninja. ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Not that kind of grass, Yama. Greg. Yama. Not that kind of yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always that kind of grass. That sounds like my kind of role. That's, a, that's a... before uh, Orochimaru. And I did remember that you auditioned yeah, right. for Orochimaru. And you actually turned down the audition because you wanted someone else to at least have a fair shot, which I thought was very gracious oh, that's of you. right. And that person uh, oh, didn't get the role. So I was like, would you please audition now? Because that person's not yeah. in the running anymore. And um, yeah. And that person was crying about it. I didn't care. <laughs> you're such a mensch that's a great that's a great fucking origin I story i mean what you did it for pizza you know it's funny you reminded me when i was little we would do anime come in some dubbing stuff coming in from french because you know in canada we speak french and english yeah. although i don't really remember much and one of the original ways of dubbing there was like the screen and then there was like the ticker of the lines like where someone hand wrote every line and you would have to say it as it went by Wow. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then there was some other weird technique and thank God for technology now because it's still challenging, but yeah. it's certainly. That reminds me of our WB Upfronts thing that we just filmed. No, that, that was, was so nothing hard. like that. No, <laughs> you, were just, you were just too stoned to know how easy that really was. That's not true. Nothing. I was uh... No, I was not too stoned. I was, I was usually <laughs> just oh stoned God. enough. Enough. It's just yeah. the right amount. It's very difficult. We were on this huge set, this multi-million-dollar set. They had all these cameras and people. It's like a live moving shot, and me and Tara Adam are like recording mics on this set. And the camera comes over to us, and the host like introduces like, oh, you know, cartoons are the best or whatever he says. The host, and, and we're supposed to like do some Leslie lines. Odom. Leslie Odom. Walked by. Oh, yeah, the host. So good while old Leslie wow. comes while over. we're in front of the screen of our characters, he's right on an insanely multi-million dollar set, and the camera has his two lines running on <laughs> that he's already said in another cartoon. <laughs> Nothing like dubbing anime. No, the, 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 the <laughs> like twenty feet away was like the characters on the screen. There was no beeps. There's no like beep 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 or anything like that. Uh, you know, and they didn't explain exactly what I was supposed to be looking at, and I didn't realize there was a teleprompter on the camera at the same time. But nonetheless, it turned out great. They never tell you, they never never tell you anything, God. Greg. I know, mm -hmm. I get it. Wow. Very similar to what you know. Exactly the same. Go through exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just the same. Yeah. Oh my God, I love you, Beastie. <laughs> Uh, okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Those were like all just so. Uh, I, I those are great, 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 great origin stories. Okay, so um, now we we touched a little bit about cons. So, you know, when um we talk about like shipping at cons, like I've met people that live their lives as Harley and Joker, mm -hmm. and like go on dates as these characters and do these things. So I want to hear like um craziest or. Um, most touching or your favorite story about being at a con and meeting a Naruto fan that um, really like touched your heart or made you laugh. Just share any like really funny or fun um, touching moments from being at a con. I have two, but I'll make them fast. The first one is I went to New Zealand, which I would I would live in New Zealand if I yeah, could. We all I love would. the politics, the mm -hmm. people. You know, 
And I was sitting at a, you know, a table, like a signing table, you know, and from like way far away, like 50 yards away or whatever, I see this enormous man with dark uh, curly hair. I mean, he was huge. He's, and he was Maori, you know, and um, like he, he was like Jason Momoa kind of guy. And he's, he's staring at me like, you know, it's like eyes on me and we're all in, sitting there and he was just like dead set on me. And I was like, is he going to eat me? What's happening? Because <laughs> he, he kept walking closer and closer. And I was like, is there security in this convention? <laughs> this, is, this is, I'm about to die. Is he going to yeah. eat me? Yeah. I literally I thought had he was going like, to at a con. I think we've all been there. That guy's going to yeah. eat me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so he came he came over and he handed me, I wish I had it right here, but he handed me this thatched case oh. that he had handmade. And it was a piece of Maori jewelry with a poem that he wrote. And he said, welcome to our country. I do this for people when they come here. Mm. And I, at, on behalf of the country, I wouldn't want you to. And it was a poem he had written and he had like made me this beautiful piece of um, jewelry from new zealand and i I almost like burst into tears it was so so nice and and later on that he did it to like michael jordan and other people that came and that was kind of cool and the second one which is quick because i usually cry is i was in um ireland in dublin oh i did that kind of small love that place yeah it's kind of small, but it, it's so yeah. great. So special. I always say And then traveling one. around there while you're there. I mean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, there were these two identical twin boys, like 1920, something like that, 19 or 20 years old. And then like a friend and then two of their girlfriends and the mom, and they waited till the very end. But I kept seeing them because they were striking. They were really handsome and they were identical twins, blonde and tall. And um, so the mother comes up and translates and it was just great because they were deaf, right? So, and the mother could hear and then their friend, their girlfriends were deaf and like they were all deaf. So as they left, she came back to me and said, I just wanted to tell you how much this meant to me because um, the boys are, have, I forget the name of the disease, but they're going to go, they're deaf and they're going to go blind within a couple of years. And this show is, is bringing them light and life. And her husband made a guest house for them and had them, their artists and had them paint a mural. And it was a Naruto mural. And it was so that they could remember what color looked like. Oh, oh. wow. And I looked at them and I was like, oh my God, like in two years, these kids, they already knew they were, going to go blind and they were already deaf. They had gone, you know, lost their hearing. And that to me, that story was just, I, I just, I, I had to, I literally ducked under the table and bawled my eyes out. Thank God they were like the last people. So yeah. It's so touching. It really, it really is. I also had a deaf kid come to my table once. He was freaking out over Harley and his mom came over. He said, I don't know why he likes you. He can't hear. I I don't know why he likes you. And so I signed to him. I know a little sign. And I said, can you feel the vibrations of my voice when I speak? And he said, yes. So I took his hand and I put it here and I did Harley. And he was like, and it's on video, like his face lighting mm. up and his mom's that. crying and everyone's yeah. crying. Oh, I remember it's just, that. You, it's beautiful. Oh. It's, it, I mean, I miss cons. It is like the most beautiful way to connect with the people who way more than Hollywood appreciate voice actors. And 
Yeah. It's just beautiful. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Okay. Who's next? Who's next? Well, I'll do sort of what a, it's not from a kind of, but it is from last week. Uh, okay. I thought, you mm. know, we have, we're doing a signing, uh, for Naruto, uh, Steve and I are signing on Monday and everybody's doing sort of signings over the next week or so. And I put it up on Facebook and one of the producers from uh, two of the shows, I worked with her on Doug Unplugs and also on this new show, uh, just said, oh my God, my stepson uh, is obsessed with Naruto, uh, obsessed with your character. And uh, and I was just like, anything you want, absolutely anything. And she, we were texting and she said, you've got to meet my stepson, uh, Nico, because he got through quarantine. He got through the lockdown by watching all of Naruto, all of it. And that got him through the whole last mm. year. Multiple times. Yeah. Watched multiple like watched times. it over and yeah. over and is reading the manga for Boruto and everything else. And so oh, they wow. came to the house and Steve wow. and I were there and we did the voices and we, you know, gave him prints and everything. And he had just graduated, you know, from, uh, I think he's 12 and he was just moving on to the next grade. They just had the graduation ceremony, wow. but to have that experience after being away from cons for almost a year and a half. And it just reminded me of that experience that it's not about us. It's always yeah. about them. It's always about them. That's why I always say cartoons will save the world one world at a time. Each person has their own individual world. It, re it really is an amazing way to connect. Cause like you said, Naruto, is a show like that but really most beloved shows have someone in the show that someone can relate to and feel connected to and it saves lives and it brings families together and i really think we are on this planet to bring joy to people to share our gifts and yeah. what an amazing gift we have that we can touch people all over the world and bring families mm -hmm. together and not even know like i'm so grateful that we have that outlet do you guys find and and mary you can take this to or anyone but that because of lockdown people are re-watching the show having a new yeah. love for naruto or connecting it mm -hmm. for the first time and there's a whole new sort of fandom and appreciation for the show absolutely yeah. and the fact that yeah. you know we started in this you know steve and i started in it 20 years ago so now we've got families oh my who grew up watching our stuff and are now yeah. sharing it with their kids and that yeah. and is grandkids just and grandkids i mean it's yeah. it's mind-boggling and yeah. after the last year we need it. Like we well, yeah. need it. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I personally, I feel like all that stuff fuels me more than it does them because it just, it reinforces why we do this. It reinforces. Well, why. it's this infinity circle of love yeah. or whatever, the symbol of like, yeah. And you just hope that that ripples out and continues to ripple out into the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Naruto in particular is one of those shows that really, um, embraces the magic of it too so it's sort of uh, of the world and taps into with the chakras and all that i mean i i don't know i was deep diving into the whole history of that yeah. show and it really is so interesting and basic well it doesn't talk down to kids and it recognizes their conflicts with each other and what happens when you and your best friend literally go at it and on a deep level not just you know so i always felt like it was dealing and it still does and always will deal with really important issues that kids may feel like I'm alone in this. Why am I feeling this way? I'm alone. And it's just like, no, and we're going to show you that you're not alone. And we're going to help you through this, even if it's just to know that you're not alone. Yeah. And you know what, Mary, that's another reason why you're such a great director. The other thing people don't know is often when you're doing a voiceover job, whether it's dubbing a video game or a series, 
they don't want to hire a voice director. They don't want to pay a voice director or they'll let someone that's been watching for a bit and pushing buttons come in and, and tell the actors what to do. And of course, Mary, you have an extensive acting background. You're trained. You know how to speak to actors. You know how to make people feel good about what they're doing. Um, you're such a beautiful director. And then in addition to that, you uh, have a real love for for the shows that you're working on and for the history of the shows you're working on. And that translates. And I think it's another reason why this show was so big, because you're so fucking good. We, we needed Mary in the room because yeah, the, the, the mythology yeah. and the context and the stories and all the, you know, the millions of different characters on the show, yeah. we couldn't keep up, you know, unless we were all, you know, as, as huge, you know, fanboys as everybody, you know, watching, we would not be been, have been able to keep up with that stuff. And if we had not Amazing. had Mary there, I think I can speak for everyone on the show um, <laughs> that if we had not had her there, the show would not have been nearly as good because we would not have known what was going on, you know, from moment to moment. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, Mary, for giving absolutely a shit. Essential. Seriously. Thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you I need Mary in my life to let me know what's going on. Right. Oh, hell, you do. But, but you'd have to move in with you. Life, Mary. You'd have to move in with you, you to really make a difference. And she's moving to Hawaii with Steve. So you so. can start to all come to Hawaii. Oh, nice. You know. So you better have a whole guest houses. That's the plan. Guest rooms. Come on in. Come on down, guys. The next one of these will happen from there. Yeah. All right. At that time, in anime, very few directors did their research. Yeah. They just didn't have time. They don't care. A lot so of people don't care, and, and it doesn't it yeah. doesn't translate. Yeah, but I didn't or have they, didn't um, okay. they, they were paying them. me to watch cartoons, yeah. so I was happy. <laughs> happy. But that's not why. It's also the essence of who you are. It's oh, your yeah. spirit. It's your energy, and it comes you through. Really so, yeah. do care. Okay, Yuri, Steve, con story, spill it. What? Oh, Yuri, go. Yeah, I uh, having having been affected by you know having grown up you know like a media kid and a, and a nerd and you know consuming so much stuff. I do love that we're part of something that. Um, affects so many people because I know I've been affected by stuff growing up and I have at times in my life seen something, you know, a movie or a cartoon or listened to a song or whatever, and it has saved me. And I, you know, so, so I, I, I get it. Um, and there was a, a person once at a, at a convention and, um, um, I had, it was, I, it was, it was a tough situation because I, I showed up and like immediately after I got to the con, it was a con in smaller con in Texas. Um, I immediately started feeling the effects of like fever and I'm like, Oh God, I'm sick. I, you know, I don't know if it's a cold flu or whatever. And I immediately went down with this fever. And so I would go and I would do the panels and then I'd go upstairs to my, to my hotel room and just, you know, shake under the, and then somebody would come and knock on the door and I'd go down and I'd do the things that, you know, I'd go back upstairs and I'd come down for the last day and they were having one of those, uh, um, sort of like, you know, little br brunch type things where they've invited certain people, you know, to come, you know, fans to come to the brunch and, you know, the, the actors who were there would come down. And, um, I remember coming down and I, you know, I could barely see straight. And, uh, this, this girl comes, runs screaming at me and just collides with me and glomps me, you know, glomping is a term of, you know, it's sort of a, like a running charge dive hug sort of thing, which can be dangerous. Um, but she just knocked me right over, like ass over tits. I was just on the floor. Like I, I, <laughs> I had nothing left and she just hit me and I, I went down and, you know, I sort of got up and I was, you know, I was seeing double and she's like, like scream crying. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm like, Hey, it's, it's she's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've, I've always wanted to meet you, Chris Sabbath. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. and you know, in situations like that, you just go. You just give them, you just give that, to, you can't, you don't want to take that away from them. So I was Chris Sabat for that moment and that was okay. Um, wow. But uh, the, one of the last shows that, that I did, uh, we were in Boston 
And the, the show promoters, the, the people who put it together said, hey, could you come into the green room tomorrow uh, a little early? You could come in like 10 before your th- you know thing at 11. And we've got some special guests uh, that uh, want to come by. They're huge Naruto fans. And we were like, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, yeah, no problem. Um, and so we, we come down <laughs> and uh, like six dudes from the Boston Patriots come in. Stop. And, it's the New England Patriots. Or sorry, or sorry, the New England Patriots. I'm not a, I'm clearly not a <laughs> oh, sports person. Wow. But I knew, but I knew Miley would call me on it. So, so the New England Patriots <laughs> who had just won the Super Bowl, like these giant <laughs> guys. And one of them is literally dressed as Naruto. And I was like, <laughs> oh my, wait. Oh, you're the special guest. And, and they, they were huge. And like, I, and it, and it occurred to me, you know, we've been doing this for so long that, yeah, these guys were kids. And now they're, you know, NFL players and they had their Super Bowl rings on and they, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was nuts that they, and they were geeking out and, and, and I, you know, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. It was, it was crazy. It's crazy. And they have an anime club yeah. on the, on the team. That's amazing. Wow. That's so wow. amazing. Unbelievable. First, that was the con I wasn't at. Yeah. I'm and so I'm sorry that I was there. Yeah, I, I would have swapped places with you if I, if I had known. That's all right. You would have if you were Chris Sabat, because he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah he's a nice Chris guy. Chris Sabat would have done it, Gary. Right. Yeah. No, what would Chris Sabat do? I'm hoping Steve has a dirtier story. Uh, I've got some pretty dirty stories. Well, okay. no, it's this isn't really... No, it's not dirty, but okay. I do. I know. Um, <laughs> I have facilitated wedding proposals as Orochimaru uh, um, proposing to somebody cosplaying as Sasuke before come on people have, sh- people have shipped our characters for yeah. years and years oh, yeah. and years yeah and was that the biggest ship on the show years. do you think uh-huh. what was that no do you think that's the biggest ship on the show no okay well, Nar- i don't know i don't watch the show naruto and sasuke okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right 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 naruto and sasuke yeah 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 but so i've i've done that before but i th- i think the the most moving things for me there there was one at i think it was anime expo we it wasn't naruto it was a cowboy bebop reunion thing but there was this girl who got up in the audience and she was saying that oh, the yeah. show stopped her from committing suicide. And she started crying and she's in the middle of the audience with the microphone and everything basically shut down. All of us left the stage, went down into the audience and we gave her like a 2000 person group hug. Mm-hmm. It was the most incredible thing. All of us, the, the entire place just broke down crying Yeah, because of the power of, of uh, you know, the heart mm-hmm. that had been touched by the show, by that franchise. And there was one other thing in uh, New Zealand also, fairly early on, uh, I was at a signing table and this huge Maori guy came up to me, a different guy from you, Miley. I know that guy. Okay. Missing the teeth and stuff. I need to go to this con. Uh, These guys sound good. Oh, it's, oh it's yeah. amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It's the best. She's like, it you look amazing. like Jason Momoa. I'm like, sign me. Right. This guy didn't look like that. He was, he was this big hulking man, tattoos all over him. And he came up to my signing table and he told me that he had an autistic son who uh, was nonverbal, very low functioning and would just rock in the corner, basically, and uh, had been that way for his whole life. And he would grunt and they sort of had the shorthand of communicating, but he had never spoken words before. And um, at, at one point they were uh, sitting, watching TV. The kid was sitting... Uh, oh, no, no, I guess the TV was on. The kid was in the corner and all of a sudden the kid just sprung up, ran over to the couch and started watching TV. And the father looked at him because he had never seen that response before. And uh, he said, what's going on? And the kid looked at him for the first time and just went, Shh! 
He had never done anything like that before. And the father just kind of goes, okay. And then at the commercial, he, he looks at him and in perfect English, he goes, I like this daddy. Like he had been formulating these words for the, I, th I think he was five or six, I don't remember, maybe eight years, no, eight years old. He was eight years old by the time he said his first words. And it, it wasn't Naruto, it was another show uh, called Digimon. And there was something about his connection with that character that unlocked something in his brain. And uh, he said from that moment on, words were being formed. They were starting to turn into sentences. They started this communication. The whole family started watching the show together every day at oh. a certain time. And uh, it, he said it changed the entire dynamic of the family. And it changed wow. this little boy's life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm crying. This huge man is crying. The whole line is just waiting and uh, it, I thought it was over then. Well, the next day, I think it was the Sunday, I had a line of people. There were probably uh, 100 people in line. And this guy is just towering above everybody. I see his face again. I'm thinking, why are you waiting in line again? What's, what's going on? And I just, I just stopped with the person I was signing with. And I, I said, excuse me for a second. I have to find out what's going on here. And I ran down the line. And I, I looked at the guy and I said, you're here again. You could have just come up. Did I forget to sign something? And he said, no, I want you to meet my son. And oh. the kid at this time is 12 years old. His, his English is perfect. We all started hugging. We all started crying. His big sister there is there. The mother is there. And they just said, you changed our lives. And um, it, it was the defining moment of my career when I realized that what we do in these little rubber boxes yeah. is of value. My dad was a doctor. I thought that, you know, I've failed everyone by not going into something to be of service. But in that moment, I realized the power of what we do transcends so much it, it changes lives it really changes lives in People a really this, beautiful so. profound way and fuck man voiceover artists are so generous with situations like that they're really just the yeah. best people like you talking about jumping off stage and hugging this girl like mm -hmm. yeah that is what vo people do and it's just yeah ugh, so so i love this community it's yeah really, yeah it, it's real too it's not like for attention or uh, mm. you know, we are just as touched by these stories. Uh, it, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. and I love that you were marrying people as on the Nautical yeah. characters too. I love that. It's happened too. many times. Yeah. Really? Are you, are you a, a, a church yeah. pastor at the Universal Church? What is it? The, uh, universallifechurch.org. Universal Life yes. Church. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, no. I, no, I didn't. Yes. Oh, yeah, so I didn't marry really? them. I just have you married Reverend too, by the way. Hey. Are you Reverend for everybody Same. out there that wants to get married? Yeah, I've gone just. Me too. Do you do circumcisions too? <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> you I'm, a a I'm a memorial for the Universal Life Church. God, God <laughs> they don't actually yeah. give certificates for that, but I, you know, I just made it up. No, yeah. but you get the t tips okay, are good. good. Tips are really good. Oh, but I'm changed. The only Thank way I get tips. Blue. Nice. Wow, the show God. today. Sorry. Very special and thank you. Good night. Dennis. Talk about circumcision. Greg, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you want to ask your favorite question? <laughs> this is the question that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, ship, marry, kill. Someone from the Naruto, Naruto, Naruto <laughs> universe. Naruto's <laughs> house. Naruto. 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 Either do it as yourself or as your character. Who you would ship, marry, kill in this universe? I would ship as my character. I'd ship Sasuke. I'd marry Sasuke. 
<laughs> and I killed Sasuke. <laughs> I don't think we've had a triple banger before. That's great. I like that. I like that. Wow. That's okay. good. Shit, man. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's good. Um, okay, I got one. Okay. Okay, for Sasuke, I would ship Naruto. I would marry Tamari. Because I have to say actually. that. Because I did. <laughs> yes. And I would kill Sasuke. As Kur and I, I think I would uh, ship Itachi. Uh, Ooh, I yeah. would. I have to go for a triple on this. And then I, I think I would uh, marry it- Itachi. And while oh, he wow. was asleep, I would kill Itachi. Kill Itachi. <laughs> <laughs> This show just got hey. very, on a very dark. I don't know anything about the show, so I, I don't know. Um, I would, uh, as Suchikage, I would ship the third Hokage, Steve Kramer's character. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was his character, right? That's hot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's hot, right? Geriatric love. <laughs> Super right? uh, As Zabuza, I would marry Haku. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, that was, they kind of had a thing. Yeah. Haku's kind of yeah. young, but okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and it's as Orochimaru, I would kill everybody. I believe you tried, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. fair enough. That's fair enough. Have you guys ever seen any, like, really cool um, fan art? Like, what's your favorite thing that you've ever received, like, gift-wise or seen online that um, your characters or work on your show has inspired? So here's a funny one. There was a kid. He might have even been, like, not a kid. He might have been 20. It was hard to tell. And I was at a convention um, with Richard, you know, Richard Horvitz. Uh-huh. Oh, so, that hack, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Another person I've never heard of. Oh, God. <laughs> what did you do again? And, what did do? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He, um, we just have a ball when we're at conventions. I never see him otherwise. You know what I love to do, by the way? <laughs> I love to put a sign on his table that says sold out or done signing for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like totally there. stealing it. Uh, that's, that's amazing. Good. We should all do that. Uh, well, uh, I've sat next to him at a number of conventions where he's either behind me or beside me. And people ask me to say, believe it. And then uh, here's what I hear. Believe what? <laughs> <laughs> constant but anyway this kid comes up to me and he was you know he was touched he he had some sort of disability but um but he was an artist so he says uh, i'm gonna i'm an artist and i said that's great you know cool i'm gonna come back tomorrow and bring you some of my artwork to give you i was like i'm looking forward to it great so he's in line and he brings a stack of um drawings that he's done on you know that from a drawing paper. <laughs> At least my wife is laughing in the background. <laughs> it was hilarious. There are all these kids in line behind him. I'm so and scared. I, I look at the first one, I'm like, that's kind of weird. And then I look at the second one, I'm like, oh, again, kind of weird. And then the third one, hmm, they all have enormous penises. <laughs> Wait, they drew me? They drew me these drawings? Wow. Yes, you're an, yeah. yeah, you are an enormous penis. They drew you. Yeah, okay. With a beard. <laughs> I said, you know who really likes some drawings is Richard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 
Uh, like, it was like one picture with an enormous penis, the second one with an enormous <laughs> the third one with an, and there were, there were like 15 of them. Oh and they all had just and boners too. It was just like, <laughs> what is going on here? I remember that guy. He came to my table too. Oh, oh. see, we were at the same club together. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. He, my, my character has this really long tongue and sometimes he throws up snakes. He, he creates giant snakes and shit. This guy had a big boner coming out of my character's <laughs> mouth. I remember that. I remember just dying. Oh, wow. Did you, uh, you know wow. what? Did the entire stack, Miley. <laughs> yeah, I did. Did you sign the like, penises? Did you sign the penises? I did not. Uh. <laughs> I, I think I. I brought them to Steve, and Steve goes, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I signed my penis. I did. <laughs> he only brought I me did one. Not, I don't think I signed my penis. He didn't bring me a stack of penises, so I just signed the one thing. Wow. <laughs> one penis. Have you ever yeah. been asked to sign a penis, Steve Bloom? I've signed many butts, but no penises. I signed a butt. This girl, this girl wanted my name tattooed to her ass. What? She was the ass, so I signed it. Many penises and lots of boobs. I signed a, a guy with a really hairy chest, and it was really yeah. difficult for me to get through the hair with a Sharpie. It was just like, oh. I, I don't know if I can do this. You're wearing a sweater, basically, you know? So it was just like, <laughs> okay, you know, and it was sweaty. It was, I don't recommend it. Oh, <laughs> my God. There's a guy who had a, a sweater chest, too, and I, he wanted me, Mary, I'm sorry, I have to say this out loud, but don't she hates it. this word. But I, I signed around his nipple, and he had it tattooed. It was, oh, yeah. It was so there's a man really... walking around with a Steve Bloom name tattooed to his nipples? There's a few men with it on a, their butts, too. And yeah, I have one on, their boobs. on my butt. I have a Steve <laughs> Bloom tattoo on my <laughs> butt. Is it still there? Oh, that's nice. I need a retouch a touch up soon. I'll, I'll be right over. I don't want to there's, there's a lot of pressure. It's the weird. It's weird when somebody says, when somebody says, here, will you sign on my, and I'm going to get it tattooed later. I, yeah. All of a sudden I get really nervous. I'm like, I, I don't do. remember how to sign my name. Yeah. Because um, oh. there's a lot of pressure. But yeah. somebody once, somebody once came up at Comic-Con and said, would you sign a, a bra? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I expected her to, you know, pull it out of her bag and put it on the thing. Yeah. And she just pulled <laughs> up her, her shirt like this. <laughs> and, and I, and I, cause I, I, I kind of froze. And I turn to my left, and my, my wife Tara is there, and she's just looking at me like this. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. So, yeah. so I just sort of like I was, I sort of, sort of went like around the side, like I was, I was trying to do it in the safest way possible. Yeah. Side boob still oh, counts. Side boob still counts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, side boob still counts. I just love how generous all the fans are because they always like they're yeah. not only just fan art, but for like. Like people knit things. Like somebody knits me yeah. a, a tachikoma yeah. from Ghost in the Shell, and it's yeah. it's this it's just the cutest thing. And I've I've kept it for years and years and years, and I will never ever get rid of it. It's the cutest thing ever. And the fact that people spend so much time and put so much effort into this stuff, yeah. is the creativity like, is uh, yeah. She gets the knitted here. stuff. This is what they send me. Right. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a storage unit filled with fan art that I just yeah. cannot bring myself yeah. to ever throw away because they're so great, yeah. you know? They're yeah. so yeah. great. The fans, they're so, yeah, so yeah. talented. It's so beautiful. Okay, one more not to a question. Favorite session story moment uh, recording the show? Okay, uh, we did a game. Uh, uh, we did a lot of games. 
And one of the characters, 44. 44, one of the characters wow. had to be in there. You know, sometimes if you get money, you can go spend that money. Not everybody is, is comfortable with Japanese pronunciations of words, and we have to have it a certain way. So as we've been giving Greg grief, you know, saying Naruto, uh, it had to be Naruto. Naruto. So this poor actor came in, and he's the one, and he had to say, and you can spend your coins at Naruto's house. But he said, and you can spend your coins at Naruto's house. And, we're, and it was... <laughs> A four minute, and, and the engineer just kept rolling, and it was four minutes of Naruto's house, Naruto's house, Naruto's house, Naruto's house. It's a triplet. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Naruto, Naruto, Naruto's house. And it went on and on and on, and I felt so, so bad for him because to this day, I'll see Joe Moeller, who was our who organized the game and he would always be saying Naruto's house, you know, so that went on <laughs> and on and on. Not to mention all the stuff that you guys did. You would leave gifts for each other. And that was my favorite oh, thing yeah. was to bust Miley up with something that either Yuri or Steve or Crispin had left uh, for Miley. Yeah. That was filthy. Dirty. filthy. I, didn't, filthy. I didn't use like, to do this. it perfectly. What? I didn't used to do this because I was always afraid of getting, uh, getting fired for stuff like this, but I, th I think it's too late at this point. To uh, let me see, yeah, let me see if this will yeah. let me see if this will come through. This was uh, that I was rolling on in the booth that I had left something or Steve had left something. I don't know. Anyway, we we sort of put it together. I want to discover what started all of it to find out what I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do. You know, I hear you fucking blowing though. That's right. <laughs> but what I really want to be is Steve fucking blowing. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I yeah. can't believe you have it. Will you send that to me? That's yes, amazing. I, yes, I will. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. I love wow. That. Yeah. So yeah. Tara, what we, we used to every, do is we used to episode. people would be like, "Hey, can I have one more?" I was like, "Absolutely," and we'd record it. So we had a whole track uh, for every session for the gifts that people would leave each other. Oh my god! Yeah. You should release huh. those one day. You'd make a fortune. I know. Yeah, you do a whole oh, show. One of those gifts yeah. actually uh, made it in through the entire mix and to Viz, and they're like, "Take out that filthy language!" And we're like, "Doing the mix and not watching the show." Oh, jeez! Wow. And I used to oh, like it when it. there were like paper scripts. Now we work on iPads. Yeah. But we use iPads. But um, usually, I'm gonna say it's Yuri that did it to me. So. I flip the page, I look back, and it'd be like, "You suck," <laughs> <laughs> and drawings of body parts. Yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and filthy, filthy. I wish we had some of those scripts. Yeah. It would be riddled, and then I'd respond because I'd look ahead and say, "Oh, did Yuri finish the episode? No, he didn't. All right." So then I'd start like writing stuff to him. So when he came in next, he would do it. But, it was so funny. Yeah. It was and they'd so fill up. Funny. The whole cast would use that one script. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. my exactly. God. Exactly. Yeah. So everybody had to yeah. see that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anyone else have a favorite story recording the show? The, I tell the story. It's not even me, but Mary Elizabeth was there. It was Roger Craig Smith or somebody was recording. Oh, somebody had played another like another guy. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a another character. Character. You should meet Roger. I think you guys would really get along. <laughs> Greg, let's never have him on the ticket show, okay? Promise me we're never going to have him. Ever. He hates nature. Go, hey, Tara. No. Hey, Tara. Hey, Tara. <laughs> hey, Tara. <laughs> hey, Tara. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if it was him or not, but we were at Studiopolis. There's a steep hillside behind it. You know oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, Studio yeah. So, A and B. He's, he's, 
Yeah, he was like recording. Mary, you should tell the story. But they're recording, and he's like, you know, I'll kill you. I'll do this. Oh my God, it's an earthquake! Oh, Dave <laughs> Wittenberg at the annex, and uh, and I was like, yeah. he was uh, he played. Um, oh my God! I've- oh, Kakashi. Kakashi Sensei. Uh, and we were in the middle of a recording and the, the building is right on the edge of the LA river. So, and you can see it cracked in places where it's like started to go into the river. So <laughs> um, we're just like, we're in the middle of a record and we this. And I said, we're having an earthquake. We're having an earthquake. And he was like, earthquake leaving the building. And you could hear it. It was amazing. You could hear the sound of the earthquake. Yeah. What is great wow. is that the outtakes we come up with, the filthy stuff we would say would always inevitably fit better than the actual dialogue yes. that was written yeah. for the show. Yeah. So it was really yeah. hard to walk away from some of that because it. Yeah. <laughs> but unlike original animation, it's like the lunatics are running the asylum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When we all do original animation, there's some schmuck from somewhere, that's, you know, with the network or something. Like this was like, oh no, it's just us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They oh you got alone. alone. They left. You got away. You got away. Alone, alone, alone. You know. I love that. <laughs> Miley, I also wanted to touch a little bit on um, Jakers with Rusi because we love her so much and we miss her so much. And for those of you who don't know, Rusi Taylor and Wayne, they were married. Mickey and Minnie were married. And Wayne yeah. would come Amazing. to every recording. Every. every. And by the way, Rusi like, was the sweetest. She would take off her rings and give it to us while we were recording so we could wear her little jewelry. And she would sit there and look at Wayne and she would take my hand and she'd go, isn't he handsome? <laughs> oh they were so in love and so cute i miss i miss her so much that was so yeah cute. she okay. was just a treasure and oh. you know her story she was such a legend anyway but her origin story of life was really crazy like she grew up in the circus and you know it was it was just she was just a pleasure to talk to oh, you know she like really was um, and she was Minnie mouse and then she i remember she was like I don't know why I keep giving you pigs. And I have two of them right up Aww. in my living room. Aww. She'd just show up one day out of the blue and give me a crystal pig. <laughs> you know? Lucky. Yeah, she was such a talent and so sweet and so Aww. fun. We had a good group. We did have a good group. Um, okay, you guys have given up so much of your time. I don't want to take up much more, but I do want to give you the opportunity to plug anything you have coming up um, or, uh, a charity that you love or anything else. And also give everybody your social media, uh, Again, uh, we do a lot of uh, signings on Streamily, which is awesome. Yeah, um, Tara, yeah. The, Tara, my wife and I wrote a book called uh, "Voiceover Voice Actor," uh, the extended edition. You can get it on Amazon. It's fun. I've got a show that I did a couple of years ago that was a live uh, sci-fi show that we did weekly, and it was on a platform that went away, and so uh, not a lot of people got to see it, but. Dust picked it up, and Dust is going to be showing at the end of the summer. It's called Orbital Redux. Uh, you can keep an eye on my cool. socials. I'm Yay. so excited for you guys to see it. Um, it was so much fun. Great. You're so um, good, Anikiri. Um, so good. Thank you. So thank good. you. See, there were very few people who got to see it and remember it, so thank you. I want, I want the world to see what we did. Uh, so, at Yuri Lowenthal on Instagram and, and Twitter, I'll be talking all about it. And, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, Aww, thank you for coming. Um, I adore you. Okay, who's well, next? Um, I'm uh, on Twitter at Mary E. McGlynn on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Elizabeth uh, McGlynn. Um, I don't know. I directed, 
I think six original shows during lockdown, like started them and finished them yeah. during lockdown. Cause there are a lot of short series now, a uh, limited run. And I can't talk about any of them until they're announced, but uh, they're all coming out. Soon. At some point. Yeah. But uh, the third, uh, third season of Carmen San Diego is coming on soon. Uh, it might be already on by the time this airs, but check that out. And I don't know. We're going a mecha con. We're going to do a con. Our first con back is in like New Orleans. In person? In person. Oh, in mecha con. This is their final one, right? We were supposed to go to that one. And I wish that, uh, I wish that we were going now just to speak to hang out with you guys. I know. It's the final. It's Megacon, it. Megacon it's, uh, Omega. It's, last so it's the very yeah. last one. So Steve and I are yeah. headed there. And if this happens to air before that, then come on and see us. <laughs> please go, Yuri. New please Orleans. do that. Do it. Please come to that con. Oh, I want to go there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, all of you should. Yeah. All you have of to you be should. on our live ship it show con experience when we do that too. Yeah. All you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, oh, that'd be let's do that. Like Mary Elizabeth and like all of you guys, I worked on two shows that are coming up that I can't say a word about. Um, they're both on Apple TV. I can say that. But, you know, those NDAs now, it's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Greg doesn't care so about those at all, but we all all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll talk about anything. <laughs> Greg will say anything about any show? He will, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. On the last episode, he started. Like, and then he dies. No. <laughs> he started talking about an audition he had and told the whole premise. I'm like, you, you cannot do that. Like, don't, don't put that on the show. <laughs> Greg's like, you know, okay. when Greg gets away with it because nobody believes anything he says anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. I feel like I got that role. That's why I felt like I could talk no, you, about you it. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I love it. you, but you didn't. Um, so I got, I mean, I'm doing some cons, but one uh, virtual for New Zealand. The cons that I have that have been rebooked, I'm going to um, Boston, which they just changed the date like two days ago. So I can't tell you when it is. I'm going to Orlando. This is September, October. And it, uh, Tara, I'm going to Toronto. I um, will be there. I'm doing that. That's one. what I was hoping. Yeah, I'll be there. Tara has like a line that's four miles long. So it's like I walk up and I'm like, hey, she's like, hi. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to disappoint anybody. And like, you're always busy. So like every time I see you at a convention, we never have a conversation. Um, but yeah, I'm doing Toronto and I'm doing Edmonton, which I've never been to. Um, oh, beautiful. Oh, and, nice. and I'm doing Orlando, which is, I don't know when that is. I, they all move. Bonds so I don't back. know when. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're doing, everyone's doing the best they can with COVID. It's so crazy. Yeah. On tours are back. And my Twitter is Miley Flanagan. And my Insta is. The real Miley Flanagan. The real, the real Miley Flanagan. <laughs> and TikTok is. I am Miley Flanagan. Oh, I got a Holly. I got a Holly. Are you? I bet you're hilarious. <laughs> are you well according to twitter i'm not because they refuse to verify me ah. um, Twitter, instagram <laughs> and tiktok won't verify me even though i got a whole convention like a two thousand people in a panel to say follow you know please yeah. verify me it's still like no send us your dog and maybe we'll have to go. <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my do it god. for not the dog it. not worth it don't do it it's not oh. worth it I'm going to be at some cons too. I'll be at MechaCon with Mary in New Orleans. And that's 23rd of July. Yeah. I think that starts. Through the 20th. And then, uh, yeah. And then I'll be in San Antonio on 5th of August for Gotham Comic Con. 
And, uh, and there's something else towards the end of the year. I, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm also teaching voiceover classes online at bloomvoxstudios.com. And uh, it's, it's really great. It's from basic entry level to you're kind of doing the thing and you just want to know how people really do this. And I don't trust myself anymore. After the first 30 classes, I taught everything I knew. And now I bring in people who are a lot smarter and a lot more famous than me. And uh, Miley has done it. Hopefully I'll have all you guys do it at some point too. Yeah, it's really, it's really fun to do. Yeah, but they're, they're really, really great classes and they're, um, so bloomvoxstudios.com. You can I'm, find I'm us glad there. to hear the really great classes because I recommend them all the time. And I, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> That's good to know. I love that. to recommend that all the time too, Yuri. I love yeah, that. And I, I, I love that you guys do that too, because there's so many bad people out there like charging hopeful money to audition and promising work, which nobody can ever do. The most talented people sometimes don't get a shot. So much of it's timing and like hopeful yeah. kids waste so much money and it's so heartbreaking. So thank you for putting out both of these some really great content and information for everybody. And thank you guys all so much for being here. You're just I, I adore all of you so much, and thank you for giving up time on your Sunday for the fans. You're the best. Love you so much, Tara. Thank you for thank having you. us. Love you. It's the only time we ever get to see you, Tara. I know. I know. I know. We've hung out in a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. Thanks, guys. Thank Let's you for having us. Thank you so Love much. Love you guys. Bye, everybody. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Thanks for watching the show today. Make sure you subscribe, like, share with your friends. We'll see you all the time right here on the Ship It Show. Love ya. Peace, love, and animals, yo. Ha!